Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, pal. We're really proud that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, three. Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself. Which means uh, he's got to beat the game uh, in the middle of the ring. uh, And he has a $2 s*** for a wife. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the f-ing game, JR. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one. There's a two. Oh! oh, wow. Well, you can take that brass ring and shove it up your ass. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to a special Three Count Thursday here on a Tuesday afternoon. It is uh, September the 29th. We got one in before the end of October. We'll be, uh, of course, back live with you on uh, Thursday night as we normally are. And I'm back in Studio L. Disregard the uh, sports stuff behind it because I have my uh, my sports podcast that'll go live tonight, but uh, the studio is already set up. But we wanted to uh, we wanted to bring you a review of this past Sunday's Clash of Champions on, of course, the award winning WWE Network. So I figured I'd uh, get Ryan, get Tim, and uh, and we're gonna do this thing proper here on a Tuesday afternoon. Make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. That is our homepage where you'll find uh, all of our social media links, our YouTube channel, our uh, collar and elbow brand deal, our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. Thank you, Tim. We also have our Patreon page, patreon.com slash three count Thursday. We also uh, make sure you check out our home network at ngscsports.com. And uh, we also stream on leavesports.com. Ryan, that would be? L-E-E-I-B sports.com. That's the one. And uh, since it is a Tuesday afternoon, Ryan, how you doing? Good, good. Uh, off work today. Uh, a little bit of rebound from a long weekend. Uh, kind of uh, tuckered out right now on some wrestling from the weekend. So I'm, I'm glad we can unload, get our thoughts out for the pay-per-view so uh, we can move on with uh, wrestling tonight with Dark, AEW, NXT tomorrow, and then obviously... The hottest program, SmackDown Live, over there on the Fox Network Friday night. Well, it's it's just WWE SmackDown, even though it is live. It is, it is no live. Longer, that's fair. That's fair. It's no longer SmackDown Live, but uh, 
but yes, uh, it, it is. I actually didn't even watch a second of Raw last night, so I'm, I'm coming in. I know, I know that is shocking, but Tim, how you doing? I am great. Uh, I'm, I'm also practicing a positive mental attitude. So I'm trying to speak being great into existence because, yeah. I like that. I like that. You know, it's it's all the right, fake it. All right, all right. It's the fake it till you make it syndrome where it's just like everything is on fire, but everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's it's the dog in the burning house, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right. Let's uh let's jump into this. Avi obviously um based from the uh the preview show, the preview that we did last Thursday till Sunday night, uh a few matches uh changed because of maybe COVID, maybe injuries, maybe other things we don't know. We'll pretend uh we'll just go by the unable to compete. Because uh, that's what we were told. That, that is the only thing we were told. Uh, Nikki Cross unable to compete for the SmackDown women's title. The women's title uh, tag team title match uh, went off the books um, because uh, because Shayna and Nia both unable to compete. So uh, not sure the full story there, but uh, you know, and, and with Retribution not on Raw last night, I did I did hear that not on the pay per view. Um, such as life is now, you can kind of make connections sometimes, but but we'll uh, you know, they, they they shifted, they put the SmackDown tag titles on the pre-show. Did you guys watch that match? I did, of course. Okay, not. of course, Ryan didn't. Um, I thought it was fine. I mean, I'm glad uh, Cesaro and Nakamura won. Um, I was kind of half watching that, half watching the Dallas Cowboys, so I I, I can't really review it too much. Do you have any like? Any real thoughts to that match, Tim? Um, other than Claudio is very, very good. That, yeah. That's about it. Yeah, I, I you know, it's funny. I, I saw people saying, like, so, I, I, on, on Twitter Sunday night, people were talking about the thing you've been saying, Tim, for a long time, that, that Claudio is the best tag team wrestler of all time. Like, it was like the first time I think I've seen other people speak that into existence. I mean, it's the truth. It is. It is the. It is the stone cold truth. Um, and then uh, Oscar and Selena Vega got moved on to the main card. But let's start uh, at the top of the main card. Uh, the the opening match, triple threat ladder match for the Intercontinental Title, twenty six minutes thirty five seconds. It was the longest match on the card. Sami Zayn uh, defeating Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles. Um, as, as far as grades go, I mean, I I gave the uh, SmackDown tag match a C just because. It wasn't anything special, but there was nothing bad about it. It was just kind of there, and I didn't get to watch it completely. Um, this match, right out of the gate, I gave an A+. Plus. I, I, I freaking love this match. Uh, this match I put on my uh, list of best matches of the year that I'm going to have to work down to a top five um, at the end of December. Um, I, I just thought it was a, a spectacular opener. Um, the, I loved the spot with Sammy putting the, the handcuffs through the ear hole and handcuffing Jeff to the ladder. Um, just, you know, it's sometimes it's, it's, it's hard, it's hard to be creative. And I know we've seen things like that. Um, but like every time I see any, any, you're messing with ear holes, it, nose holes, anything like that. It just, 
it just kind of like turns my stomach, but in a, in a weird, good way, like when with wrestling. And then Jeff Hardy is just the guy's the guy's crazy. He's absolutely crazy um, to take some of those spots at his age with the injury history that he has. Um, but but kudos to all three of these guys. I love this match, uh, and I love that Sammy won. I love that Sammy Zayn is now uh, once again the the official. Uh, Intercontinental champion and and he is he is back. So I I loved everything about this. Ryan. And still your intercontinental champion, according to Sami Zayn. That is yeah. <sighs> Jim, uh I, I wrote down the handcuff through the earlobe thing too. Like that just saying it gives me chills. Um yeah. and I and I love that WWE wrestling can still shock me. Um, and, and give me that feeling, uh, not like a gory death match, but something that was like, oh, oh, uh, right. So yeah. yeah, I love that. Jim, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right to give this an A plus. This should be on, uh, on a lot of people's match of the year, uh, at least preliminary lists. It's on mine. Um, what a great way to set up and start the pay-per-view knowing still that I was looking forward to the family business later on in the show. And that's really what brought me to the goat rush. <laughs> um, like on the, um, the, the, the PW scorecards, they, they've been putting uh, during the COVID era, they've been putting a category for uh, match position, like opening <laughs> match, third match, fifth match, closing match. And I said, and I put the U.S. title first, and then I crossed it out. I was like, no, 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 they're gonna. They're, and I actually predicted this one correct. I had the the opener and the closer correct because I thought that, that it just felt like an opening match, start on a high note, and that, that's exactly what they did. Tim, uh, seconding exactly what you guys said, this is a very good ladder match to open the show. Um, better than I think it should have gotten credit for, but then also you're talking about the perfectionist Sami Zayn, the perfectionist AJ Styles, and the guy who's willing to do anything, Jeff Hardy, uh, in the match. Um, seeing the creativity in this type of match that's been going on for 26 years now, um, hand use of handcuffs handcuffing yourself to uh handcuffing yourself to your opponent handcuffing the ladder to the person um even in the weird ear hole thought um and then also the kind of nod to jim Cornette. <coughs> it's like well if i'm gonna use handcuffs i gotta have a key right and yeah. uh, so uh, good nod to that. I'm, I'm curious to see what Corny Jim, aka Candy Dots, has to say about uh, about uh, Sami Zayn's use of the handcuffs with a key. Yeah, just just super clever stuff, and, and just a fantastic way uh, to start the pay per view. And and like during this match, like it's coming down to crunch time on that Cowboy Seahawks game, which uh, did not. Uh, did not end well uh, for Big Jim. But 
this match, even in that that crunch those crunch time moments, this match had actually like pulled my attention away from the TV. Like that's how that's how good it was. Like I was I was kind of peeking up towards the TV to watch to watch the end of the game <coughs> as opposed to like watching the game and peeking down to maybe see um maybe see the wrestling match, which is kind of that push and pull during this uh this time of year. So again, hats off to them. Uh then we saw Asuka successfully defend her raw women's title seven minutes and five seconds uh against Zelina Vega, uh, a match that was moved from the uh the kickoff show to the main card. Um I put this one at a B. Um, th- this match, um, I-, I thought it was a, even in short work, I thought it was a good showing for Zelina, um, for, for a, and, and, and I, and I know like people were, were not happy that it was on the pre-show. This match had, had probably one, I think the least build out of any, um, match on the cards so that may have played into it as well. Glad they shuffled the deck a little bit with, um, losing two women's matches on the main card, um. And uh, a good showing for Zelina. Asuka gets the win, uh, so you know, kind of keeps her her reign of dominance uh, up, and 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 kind of keeps us guessing as to who will be the one to finally uh, finally get that title off of her. But but a fine match, you know, for for um, being the second shortest on the card, it, it didn't it didn't feel it didn't feel short. I guess is what I is what I mean, Ryan. Yeah, I think it felt the length that it should have been. Um, I think everybody realizes that Zelina wasn't going to be ready for Asuka. Um, so you don't need to have a 20-minute match here with, with Asuka toying with Zelina, put her away and just get it done with. Um, but I wanted to, you know, just to point out like how strong the Asuka lock is. I don't, I don't know if we've seen, you maybe see people able to like wriggle out of the Asuka lock, but that's still usually... Um, means the end for somebody like it's it's her finisher and that finishes matches regardless if it's 13 minutes in or seven minutes in when oscar locks in the oscar lock it, it's a strong finish yeah i think that's something wwe's been doing a little bit more of lately um you know we may see some kickouts of some finishers but it's not you know because because one of the categories on a lot of matches on the the, the scorecards is the number of finishers and i've seen that number creep down especially in the um you know in, in the empty arena era also because the matches i think for the most part have been shorter the cards have been shorter so and there's no brock lesnar well well that's true that <laughs> uh tim your thoughts were all women's title match uh didn't reinvent the wheel um very solid matchup between the two of them. Uh, don't think you can really expect more out of Zelina Vega in that spot. Um, very interesting to see where it's going to lead at after what transpired after the match uh, with the disrespect and Zelina turning tail and uh, not running away, but living to fight another day. Um so it, it's it's interesting that they're going to give some credence to it, especially since the women's division right now seems to be, at least on Raw, more tag team centric and less single centric, which is very weird to say that WWE is putting any emphasis in any tag team division. But here we are. Yeah, and now I think what last night, Ryan, if I if I saw correctly, they had a 
rematch of this, right? On Raw? I don't remember. <laughs> Very good. Um, all right. And then I was, we I, went, was, I, I watched Raw, man, but there was out, right? Monday Night Football. There was uh, the the NHL, the Stanley Cup Final. Like, there was so much to watch last night. Yeah, uh, that's I have why I have it I'll go back. Yeah, I'll go back and I'll I'll go back and look and maybe I'll just do the like the YouTube highlights or the you know the Hulu that's like an hour and tw- hour twenty. I don't think I'm going to roll through my uh, three hours of DVR. I do want to check out the night goggles though because I know that was your favorite uh, moment of the night, right? So fucking stupid. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll talk about that on Thursday. That's just a little. That's just a little sample of what we'll discuss. Uh, on, on Thursday night, uh, three count See, live. Now you're, you're trying to set me up to be I'm angry not. like that son of a bitch JD from New York <laughs> because it was such a stupid fucking thing. And then you put the brakes on for me and you don't let me talk about it. It's horse shit. Do, do you want to, you, you can vent here for a second if you, if you want to vent out. It's re- Who the fuck is wearing night vision goggles in 2020? If Ric Flair is too old and goddamn fragile to be taking bumps then don't fucking include him anymore. It's ridiculous. Come in with goddamn night vision goggles. It's stupid. It was really stupid. My problem with the night vision goggles isn't the fact that Randy Orton had night vision goggles. It's the fact that everyone in there can absolutely see Randy Orton walk into the room (laughs) with the lights on. And then, and turned then he turned like the point of having the night vision goggles is to be able to see with the lights off. Right. He could have easily reached in, turn the lights off, flip the goggles down, walk in and do the beat em up and then leave <laughs> and then turn the lights back on. So, you so can that see way, so that way, nobody knows, but it's whatever, man. But, but, yeah. but people knew about it and like referees and executives came running what what tipped them off was it because they saw it? <laughs> I guess they see. Yeah, there's monitors everywhere backstage, Ryan. You know and, that. And then Randy Orton puts his hood back up, and nobody knows that that janitor's Randy fucking Orton, and he just that points. Really, that Are you fucking kidding me? That nine foot tall janitor. Yeah, it was really nice. I was half expecting that person to be someone from Retribution. Yeah, it just like I, I so dumb or whatever whatever retribution name they'd be. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It I I I I saw I saw your tweet and I and I was like, oh boy, I need to uh, I need to see what this is about. And then I actually did see the clip. And, they, uh, I mean, they they did set it up like it could have been anybody. It could have been retribution because we didn't see him all night, and we were very aware that we didn't see retribution, so it would make sense. They want to. They want to tear everybody down. They want to destroy the WWE, but only Monday Night Raw. Um, oh, oh, I don't yeah. know. It's fucking dumb. It's so dumb. And then you see, but Randy. it's not like they're they're not tweeting about destroying Raw. They're tweeting about destroying the WWE, which is bogus. That they're only on one fucking show. It's stupid. Right. Just, we can. That we can. Frustrates me. We can direct people to go to last week's episode of Three Count Thursday and listen more about it because I just don't have the patience to talk about <laughs> retribution anymore. All right, let's go. Let's go to the U.S. title. Uh, it was uh, our friend and our pal Bob 
Lashley uh, successfully defending um, the uh, the U.S. title over Apollo Cruz, uh, eight minutes and fifteen seconds. Um, you know this one. Let me let me uh, look at my sheet here. I gave it a B minus. Uh, There's a couple points in the match I just thought where it seemed like they were they weren't really working too well with each other. It just it just looked a little off at times. But um, the the match was fine. There was nothing. Like it was nothing horrible. It's not like it wasn't a, a bad match by any uh, stretch of the imagination, but it just there was just a couple of points where they, they just kind of it, it didn't seem the the, the cleanest. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy that Bob won. Bob. Um, love the hurt. Lo- love the hurt business. Um, and and like I said, I'm I'm definitely a Bobby Lashley uh, 2020 fan. Ryan, how about you? Yeah, I think this match. Uh, for me, fell in the category that the next match fell in for you, that I've seen this and these feuds rehashed on Raw so many times that it didn't feel like a special pay-per-view match for me. Even though that the championship was on the line, it just didn't It didn't feel special. It, it felt average. So, I, I mean, if I'm grading every match, this was a C+. That's fair. Yeah, it's, it, is, it is definitely a feud that we have seen a lot, which, uh, yeah, I'll hit on that in the next one. Tim, how about you here? U.S. title. Rinse, repeat. Nothing new. Nothing egregious. Fair. It's a fair for a match. It's fair for a match that needed to happen if you're defending all of the titles, um, considering that there's not really anyone else or there's anyone else that's available or not available, but in the United States championship picture. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's the dead season. Everything's fine. Bob. Yeah, and then uh, before we uh, before we hit a break uh, to pay some bills, we have bills to pay now. Uh, let's uh, hit the Raw Tag Team Titles. The Street Profits successfully defend against Andrade and Angel Garza. Eight minutes and fifteen seconds. Um, again, for me, it was just you know this match. I feel like I have just seen time and time and time again. Uh, I gave this one a C. Um, obviously, the, the ending uh, came off really bad on Sunday. We have since found out it was a, um, you know, it was a it was a call from the back in the earpiece. Let's get out of this thing. Garza obviously hurt. Um, there was speculation of what it could be. Sunday they thought maybe a quad injury, uh, which would have been really really bad. Now it seems it seems like it's some sort of a hip injury, which he shouldn't be out long term for. Um, so, you know, hopefully the, the sooner the better. I love Angel Garza. Um, obviously, the ending was a little wonky. I gave this match a C. I just, the, 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 I think, and I'll echo it again, like I've said, I think that the, the tag team titles would be really well served to be unified. I think your your secondary titles would probably benefit from that as well. Um, I just think there's not there's not enough bodies to go around right now. And obviously, when you see, the cards having to change not only on WWE on, on on AEW as well and you know there was news today the NFL has positive COVID cases and there's co- positive COVID cases in college football like when anything can change at a moment's notice having so many titles with a already limited roster is probably a bad idea so um, maybe with the draft we can start unifying some some secondary titles uh, but yeah just I'm I'm ready for a new tag team title feud. I mean, I, I, I guess I'm of the camp that we're not going to see unified championships 
Oh, I, um, I know we're not, but I just want Okay, it. yeah, I mean, it's just a USA Fox thing. Like, Fox wants their own, USA is going to want their own. So I don't think we're going to, to see that. And I don't know if we necessarily need it. Um, I enjoyed the match up until the injury. Uh, and that's where I struggle with this. And in pro wrestling, I guess in general, but definitely in this match, we're talking professionals that have mic'd up. Um, and if they were told to go home, that's fine, but you don't go home on a two count. If the guy shoot kicks out on two, hit him with them another maneuver and then pit him for three. I don't want to see three counts when a guy legit kicks out. It doesn't need to happen. Just run a spot again, then pin it. On uh, Garza's out of the ring. He's safe uh, for the moment. It's not yeah. like he is going to die from a hip or a knee injury. He may be in pain. But you can even start tending to him. Andrade's got to run another move, hit a finisher, whatever you have to do to send it home properly. But don't end it on an actual kick out. Yeah. I mean, if it's a head or neck injury, that's a different story. This obviously right, I don't want. I don't want his head banging around on, on, on the apron or anything oh, like yeah. that. But if he's if he's in a safe spot, don't don't three count a kick out. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because then then your commentary has to do that that juggling game of well, I think the referee was out of position and you know he, he missed the shoulder come up, which I mean anybody with a set of eyes anywhere near that ring saw the kick. It wasn't it wasn't like a half assed 35 minute barely gets the shoulder. Helen Keller saw the kick out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a kick out. It wasn't a lift barely lift the shoulder out. It was it was definitely a kick out. Uh Tim, your thoughts here. Ref's call is the ref's call. It happens all the time in real sports where a ref misses a call. Uh, you can look egregiously at uh, the New Orleans Saints have probably the biggest case of all cases of an egregious pass interference call that happens directly in front of an official. And they just hands in the pockets for what a season now. Like they haven't even like, nope. So I'm cool with a referee missing a kick out every now and again. It makes wrestling feel real. Like there's, it's not always ballet. Um, Cause the one thing, no one thing I would want less than uh, a, a, a pin on two is the ref counts three and then goes, Oh no, no, no. It was actually two, even though I hit three and That's then fair. they, and then they do it again only to then give me a three count, make the three stick. And if it's wrong, it's wrong. Oh, well, um, Ronda Rousey had her shoulder up the entire time for the finish of the WrestleMania triple threat match. And we never saw anything more of that. So like, it's fine. It, it, it sucks, but it's fine. Um, I'm surprised no one here's lamenting over the down, the, the, uh, injury to, Famous Dick wrestler Angel Garza. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I hate that he's hurt, but I, he will not be missed by me. Um, maybe this is going to be an opportunity for Andrade to break away and go back to being a singles guy. You know, where he's great. <laughs> yeah, this this could certainly benefit uh, Andrade, and I mean, if. if- if Dave Meltzer is to be believed, and we'll we'll leave it at that, um, that the the result of the match was going to be the Street Profits retain anyhow. So so it didn't the injury didn't change the result. 
So the way I'm looking at it, this tag team should have been should be done anyway, reg- injury or not. Um, I like I said, I hope that the the injury is not a long term one for Garza because I, I'm a huge Angel Garza fan. Um, I think he I think he has star written all over him, but I also think Andrade is great. So um, sometimes you know there, there's addition by subtraction for some, and uh, Andrade may be may benefit uh, because you know it looks like the um, from the, from what I heard from Raw, it looks like there's kind of a clean split even from him and Zelina. So you know Andrade's going off on his own, and, and uh, I hope there's I hope there's success there. I mean I think um, be it Raw or SmackDown, I think he has secondary title um, you know implications all over him. I think he could be a great U.S. champion, Intercontinental champion. Um, so yeah, sign me up for that. Yeah, make. Uh... If you go back and watch Rolf, catch his uh, his promo with Zelina or against Zelina, I guess uh, that that's a pretty it's a pretty obvious split uh, but between those two. All right, well we're gonna uh, pause for a uh, for a quick break here uh, and and pay some bills on the other side. There's three more matches uh, we have to review and uh, stick with us. After these messages, we'll be right back. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. And we're back. Tim, hit me with an end. We're back like you do on the final wrestling place. And we're back. Thank you. I appreciate it. Is that from the, uh, is that from like the Jimmy Fallon, the SNL bit? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. The, uh, <laughs> Harry Carey, I think. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, and we're back. Spectacular. That is, uh, that is good stuff. Uh, so yeah, make sure you visit our sponsor, Arena Eats, and uh, you can find, uh, their link uh, on the NGSC Sports homepage at ngscsports.com. Uh, uh, so, of course, like I had said, the uh, SmackDown women's title match had to get changed. Nikki Cross uh, unable to compete uh, on Sunday. Uh, so uh, Bailey came out and cut a quick uh, little promo and oh, had about a 10-second open challenge that nobody responded to, and then Asuka's music hit. Uh, came out. It was a quick match, three minutes, uh, forty-five seconds, because um, you know Oscar gets the win by DQ because of the interference. 
uh, by Sasha Banks, still selling the neck. I'm glad that she is uh, that she is still selling the neck. Uh, I gave this um, this match and and moment a, a C plus. It just it definitely you know, and I get it. It's a, it's a uh, it was kind of a last minute circumstance sort of a thing. So I, I don't fault them for for the situation, but uh, it just it, it just seemed very uh, rushed, a little disorganized. Um, and quite frankly, I, I would have liked to have seen somebody other than Asuka um, answer the call. I mean, I, I get in a in a reality world, there probably wasn't anybody else in the building. <laughs> um, but like, you know, so I, I get that there's nobody else probably there to answer the call. Um, but it just, you know, I, I, I think it could have set up potentially you know, a, a somebody else kind of in that discussion because I get we're probably headed towards Sasha and Bailey and Hell in a Cell uh, a month from now. So, but but to have somebody in that conversation post Hell in a Cell would probably be a good little character drop. Um, but but uh, you know, otherwise, uh, I'm glad they, they they at least threw something together, Ryan. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna score this in and and a I don't think uh. A grade should really apply to this match. Um, and Jim, I saw a lot of uh, people talking Sunday night saying that, God, anybody but Asuka, like, why would it be Asuka? And then, like you had said, I think that's a great idea after Sasha Bailey, that little drop back in. But uh, wrestling fans don't think that far ahead. Um, and let's say it was, I don't know, Mandy Rose. Um, or no, it would have been somebody from SmackDown. Yeah. I don't know, anybody else from SmackDown. Uh, or anybody, hell, it could have been Mandy Rose sure. um, trying to get trying to get back on the SmackDown brand. Like you could spit it anyway. Um, I think if, Dana, if Mandy... I think Dana Brooke got moved to SmackDown, so make it be Dana Brooke. I don't care. All right, well, Dana Brooke is now on Raw last night. Um, so who the hell I knows? But let's, let's let's say Dana Brooke. If Dana Brooke went out there and wrestled a three minute match that got a DQ finish with Bailey, people would be bitching. That that it never should have happened, and Dana Brooke doesn't get respect. And why even have the match if it's going to be Bailey and Sasha Banks anyway? We all know what's going to come. Yada yada. Like fans can't appreciate the moment it is. Right. So putting Oscar there does no harm to Oscar. She's still the champion. She won by DQ. She doesn't need to have the blue strap. Whatever it is, what it is. They needed to have a segment with the SmackDown champion, and this is what we got. Sure, Tim. Uh, very non-egregious way to just continue to keep this thing in perpetual motion. Um, it had to happen. Oscar's the best choice, I think, for the being the vehicle to keep it moving, especially since she's already had a match. It needs to be somebody who's kind of believable that could beat Bailey. Um to take the open challenge. I always think of when I think of open challenges, I think of honky tonk man, ultimate warrior where it's like if honky tonk man does the open challenge and out comes Michael Sam Houston, (laughs) I don't care. Like it's, it doesn't mean anything, but it's Oscar. Uh, it's a gold rush. She, especially when we live in the world of Becky two belts and, or Banks two belts and Bailey or was it Bailey dose straps? Bailey, Bailey dose straps and, and yeah and and yeah 
and like Becky two belts and Sasha Dostrat or whatever, man. Yeah. Like Asuka wants that too. She was a part of the, the, I mean, it would, it goes back to what SummerSlam where she fought both of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or for the, for both titles. So it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't mad like Twitter mad was, <laughs> you know, I wasn't, Nobody's ever mad like Twitter mad. Yeah, you know, because, again, I also get the fact that when you're operating from, like, a closed set, you're not bringing bringing extra people in just to be there. So um, what probably happened is, because I I assume they're doing rapid testing. So I assume that everybody arrives at the building that day, Nikki tests positive, or somebody test positive and Nikki was, was close to that person and has to go home. You're not, you're, you're not scrambling and bringing Dana Brooke or, you know, whomever Mandy Rose, whoever to the building at a, at a last minute and, and have to scramble that way. So it's even now more than ever, I, I think you're just, you're dealing with circumstance in the best way possible. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go to the WWE Championship. Um, Drew McIntyre successfully defends, defeating Randy Orton in an ambulance match. Twenty-one minutes thirty-five seconds. Uh, this one, I I gave an A minus. There was a couple of points where I thought, you know, maybe this is going a hair long. Um, also, when uh, we had and I and I'm happy that the rest of the uh, Randy Orton victims Sands Edge made appearances because when we just got the big show, I was like, uh. <laughs> you know, I was like, this uh, this is a, a not this is bad place for me. Uh, but then it made sense, and and it's it's um, you know it's continuity, it's storytelling, it ties back the entire rivalry um, b- between these guys. So so I, I'm. I was fine with the big show being being a part of that because it, it, it did tie it all together. Um, but as far as ambulance matches go, um, which feels like such a weird thing to say, but uh, I thought this was one of the, if not the best ambulance matches, at least that I can remember. Um, I know when that was the stipulation that was announced, I kind of went, <sighs> you know, I just, I, it's, it, I don't get excited for ambulance matches, but but this one turned out to be pretty good. Also, claymoring the door off of the ambulance was pretty fun. Um, happy to see Drew retain. I like I said, I would have been fine. Uh, I even predicted Randy winning, um, but Drew keeping the belt is is definitely fine for me. Um, I, I think it shows a a good commitment to him as champion uh, from the WWE as well, uh, which I like, Ryan. Yeah, I agree. I like uh, I like Drew winning here. Um, I like the poetic justice of the uh, of the punt kick um, to to Randy Orton from Drew McIntyre. The callbacks were fine. Like you said, when I saw the Big Show, I uh, I just about <laughs> lost it. Uh, but but like like a true wrestling fan, I don't I don't see to the end of something like I just complained about in the last match. Um, but yeah, I was fine with that. My only issue with this match uh, is there was a moment where Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre were both in the ambulance. Where was Tucky? Where was Otis? Why wasn't Why wasn't Tucky telling Otis to go out, slam both those doors, be the goddamn champion, 
and let's get out of this feud. Where was he? Time. Oh yes. I put I put this one on Tucky, not on Otis. Otis was probably busy eating. This yeah, one's on eating. Tucky. Tucky should have been like, "Hey, bud, you gotta go." Didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a solid point, Ryan. Now, but my we were both in there. I mean, it was less than a minute. It might have been thirty seconds, but you just have to like give the briefcase, right? Slam well, but, the doors, and you're done. You know, you know how are that you? Works. Every are time you ready? Are you yeah, ready? You go, you go to cash in the briefcase, and the referee's like, "Do you want to do this?" And you take the goddamn case. No, but do you want to cash it in? Yeah, I'm giving you the case. But are you sure you want? And then they would have been out of the ambulance. So it may not That's have. A fair point. Out. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when uh, your, your message, uh, when the big show showed up was basically, what the hell is even that? Um, Tim, your thoughts on the, uh, on the ambulance, Matt. Um, I'm salty about it because I wasn't completely right. Um, but it was a nice way to kind of tie up Randy's summer, um, and move forward. However, uh, what they did on Monday Night Raw kind of poo-pooed that. I would have thought with an ending that took place at Clash of Champions that Randy would be written off. I mean, he got beat up by the Big Show, beat up by Christian, super kicked by Shawn Michaels, th- pushed off of an ambulance through some tables, claymored, and punted. Right, <laughs> and was drove away by Ric Flair in an ambulance. Yeah, like he could have stayed away until January. He like, could have stayed away till hell in a cell. <laughs> he's a janitor now. I'm not sure how much further you want him to fall. Uh, completely off the television. Like I oh, love Randy. Got it. I'm here for Randy Orton. I'm here for everything Randy Orton, even night vision goggles uh, <laughs> that he probably he probably took from his oldest son. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm just not. I just I'm not here for having this because it's also very heelish. Like the deck was stacked against Randy and Drew one. Yeah. So now Randy has a gripe against Drew. It's like, oh, you can't beat me without Big Show and Christian and Shawn Michaels. Contrary to popular or contrary to typical logic. But yeah, well, and I mean, they have, they did kind of present drew it was almost kind of a like a tweener way because when when you when they inserted keith lee into that into that picture i felt like lee was the baby face randy orton was the heel and drew was just kind of in the middle like he'd be baby nobody asked for drew mcintyre to be in the middle i, I mean i didn't ask for it but but it just it, it happened <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh it, you know, so I, it, but I kind of agree with you. It's weird in a way that, you know, Drew, you know, the, the, the baby face was getting all the help and, uh, you know, the heels, the one that ends it. Cause like that's, that was one of the gripes I've had, um, you know, to talk about that Wednesday night program on TNT. Like, how many times do we see baby face Cody getting help from Arn Anderson? Like, 
And like, it's, it just, those sort of things, like in a, again, we're talking logic and, and reasoning when professional wrestling. And a lot of times those things don't always mesh up together, but you know, it, it doesn't, those sort of things don't completely add up. Uh, but you know, it, it is what it is. And, and I agree with you, like Randy and I've been, you know, I've not always been banging the drum for Randy Orton, but I've been saying how much this this year, this run has just been absolutely spectacular. Um, but yeah, I would have I would have been totally fine if he was off till after Hell in a Cell, till after Survivor Series, till the Royal Rumble, whatever. Um, because to, to kind of sell the the numerous whoopings that he took uh, on Sunday, but it is now what it is. now if if you're Randy Orton though. And you're watching Raw kick off with the four men that interfered in your match and caused you to potentially lose. Wouldn't you want to get retribution yourself, pardon the word, as soon as possible when they're all sitting down playing cards in the back room? Like, why wouldn't you strike then? Okay, I that that's that's fair. That's a fair point. I'll, I'll give you that. Um... Yeah, so I because guess I, baby, when the lights go out, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a kind of a hard balance between selling injuries, trying to get re- retribution, um, uh, but yeah, well, you know, and I would, I, I would hope that we're just not gonna gonna recycle back and, and do Drew, Randy, and in, in Hell in a Cell. Uh, I hope we have something different there, um, even if there's a third man. Uh, added to that piece but we'll see we'll see how it develops i think i think hell in a cell is the end of october so uh we have like a month uh to uh to get to that uh to that point and then finally and and um i think because majority rules when it comes to three count thursday so um i think we can say our piece on this one and not even let matt bring his negativity on thursday when it comes to this matchup (laughs) um the universal title uh roman reigns the tribal chief uh, retaining the universal championship 22 minutes and 55 seconds over Jay Uso by technical submission. Of course, when uh, Jimmy threw the towel in um, my God, <laughs> this, this much like the opening match got an a plus from me. I, I loved everything about this. Now I had predicted this on my scorecard to be finger poke of doom. But I really thought it was going to be one of two ways. I thought it was going to be finger poke of doom and Jey Uso and then potentially Jimmy Uso just forms the Samoan dynasty uh, on SmackDown. Or you get a a, a fight, a, a, a not even necessarily a wrestling match, but a fight between uh, between cousins like that. And, and that's what we got. I loved it. You know, I know um, our friends over Take 3 Wrestling Podcast – they one of the guys was not a fan of the you know the, the 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 talking and the jawing back and forth between the two throughout the match i loved every single bit of this match like if it, wwe right wrong or indifferent gets killed for not telling stories enough for not you know for 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 either they give us a match with a bad story or they give us a you know a good story with a bad match this this just 
I they couldn't have done this any better. I don't think, and I, I don't know who, who the tweet was from. Um, but there was a tweet about like Charles Robinson's role in this match. I thought as a referee, he was spectacular as well. Um, this this match was just so good. Just it was so good, Ryan. Jim, I think that tweet uh, I, I retweeted last night when I took over the Twitter for Raw, and it was from your good friend Matt Coon, who I know you always see eye to eye oh. with. Glad I didn't see the name. No, <laughs> but he 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 wasn't wrong. Yeah, yeah. This match was an absolute A plus. Also made my list um, for match of the year. Not because it was a great wrestling match, probably because it was a much better moment than it was wrestling match. But I feel like in the WWE, that's what we uh, that's what we talk about a lot: are great moments. Um, and and it's funny that you you brought up the guy who said he didn't like all the jawing back and forth. You can really tell who grew up without siblings or who grew up not close to their cousins, um, because I'm I'm 36 years old. I still jaw with my brother anytime we're doing anything together. Um, cheap shots constantly back and forth. Jim, I think you and I do it a lot. Um, and and we're not actually blood yeah, brothers, absolutely. but um. You 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 do that. That's what you do. Um, I am the older, larger brother, so I was able to always physically like dominate my younger, smaller brother. Not fair, but I would jaw the entire time. Absolutely, I, I like to think of myself as the tribal leader, if you will, of of my family. Um, I wear a lay of flowers. Tribal chief. Whatever uh, the tribal chief is one of the uh, one of those candy necklaces that you can bite the pieces off, right? It is it is a candy necklace. It's just the string. You can't see it because I ate all of them today. Um, (laughs) But yeah, dude, this was such a great match, a great moment, great storytelling. The brother dynamic, kind of a uh, Brett and Owen sort of feel to it. Like I'm gonna throw the you know, I just I love the whole towel thing. We don't see it a lot. Um, I loved, I think, the last time the WWE did it, which was NXT UK, maybe? Um, or an early NXT show oh, with yeah, some of the yeah, UK yeah. guys. I just with, absolutely... Uh, I remember exactly what it was. It was Mustache Mountain. Mustache Mountain and the Undisputed Era and stupid Tyler Bate is just standing on the corner. Just go in and break up the pin, idiot. Instead, you're... Standing there, and it got, now you got me all hot again. <laughs> I mean, I, f- I feel like he broke up the pin once already. Doing so again would have been a disqualification. Well, they didn't say That's anything about wasn't. that on commentary. So how am I supposed to know that as a fan? That's true. Commentary no, didn't you do have, one. You should have watched Being the Elite. They would have talked about it then. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I loved everything about this match. Kudos to everybody involved. I was emotionally hooked from the moment uh, Jay Uso came out. Uh, from the moment Roman Roman came, it's just such a dominating match. He freed the nips. The women loved it. I loved it. Everybody loved it. We're all gay for Roman. So good. <laughs> uh, Tim, uh, I know you've been. Uh... If, if, if and, and everybody should have already listened to final uh, wrestling place for the week, and I think on the uh, on your precap, you you mentioned that it would be free the nipple time. Uh, your thoughts on the uh, Universal Championship match? It is free the titty season. It is out. 
uh, everything is great. Um, this match is um, far and away the best thing from Clash of Champions. Um, Roman Reigns wasn't lying when he was saying they're doing, they're cooking filet mignon over here. Like these, this is not, this is not quick, fast meals, man. They're telling stories. Uh, the interaction, I'm glad you mentioned it with uh, Charles Robinson and Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns, where, where Roman was, was being told like, Hey, uh, was like, Hey, tell him, tell him not to tell him not to get in my way. <laughs> Because uh, he doesn't want me to have to tell him. Like you need to, you need to get him to have him be out of my way. Thank you, baby. Um, you gotta tell him. You gotta tell him to get out of the way. Um, now the ending portion. I can see that the ending portion maybe took a little too long in oh, getting okay. to the getting to that. But. Um, I'm sorry that my palate isn't as. As dignified as as our friend Matt, who uh, who is a a acting connoisseur inside the actor studio, and he's gonna he's gonna talk that talk about uh, how bad the Usos acting is. I'm sorry, not everybody had the ability to be on the set of Hobbs and Shaw with Roman Reigns. To you know, get the master class of acting from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, I thought it was great, man. I'm really looking forward to see where else it goes. And once they put the lay on him, it just gives my gives me goose pimples because the only other Samoans or or people I remember that had lays was well the mighty yakazuma and the high chief peter mayavia yeah yeah you can yeah. only get you 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 might start as a lowly tribal chief but eventually once you've uh toppled all the tribal chiefs and you're there it you're now the the seat the the head seat of all the tables yeah and you start calling yourself the high chief and uh maybe an aforementioned uh box office draw is actually more around the corner than we thought but yeah yes (laughs) yeah like and that's the thing is is as you know as great as the story to get to the match that was told as great as the story within the match that was told, there's still so much meat left on this bone. Obviously, from those implications with uh, with with the Samoan family, um, you know, and and just within the Usos, the the, the twins themselves. Um, and I know Matt. I know he's still just upset that the, the the tag team no longer plays hard in the paint. And I know he's he's still very heartbroken over that. So uh, I will forgive Matt a little bit on that one. Um, Do you know Matt? Matt actually had a uh, a leaked raw script Sunday night, and he saw that there was going to be no Raw Underground. So he was probably upset that Shane McMahon wouldn't have been on Raw and took his anger out. You know that unfairly makes fairly on this match. 
This is this is. I, I assume come Thursday he will come with apologies. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. You know, I know he 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 loves Shane and and the fact that he 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 wasn't going to get to see him on Monday night. That that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So uh, I won't be too hard on him. It's a, it's going to be a tough it's a tough weekend and, and week for him. Um, but like I, I I think I even tweeted it Sunday night like. As good as a tag team that the Usos have been, um, you know, like Jay made a huge case for himself as a single star uh, in the lead up to and 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 during this match. Like, you know, I could see him in a Intercontinental title role or in a United States Championship role. Like, I don't know where that leaves Jimmy Uso, uh, and I'm not saying that it's definitely going to happen. But man, like. Dude made himself a case. Like, um, you know, they tried something different, and they one hundred percent hit a home run uh, on on this match and and this story. And and I think like I think there's going to be plenty of story left to be told. Like, I can't, I can't. Like, I miss Raw. Whether how much of it I actually go back and and absorb, I don't know. But like, I cannot wait till SmackDown uh, on Friday to kind of see the aftermath. Uh, of this any other thoughts on, on on this match guys before we kind of wrap wrap up the show here yeah i just i mean i just want to make sure that we we praise the wwe enough for what they've done with this match because it's so easy to shit on them um and i and i feel like once you shit on somebody it's hard to go back and recognize true brilliance and what they did with legitimate family members who are legitimately related. I just I love the backstory. I loved everything about it. I loved the inclusion of Sika um, in the promo. I just, everything about this was so days of our lives-ish. But it worked so well when you're like, I just want storylines. And they give you such a great storyline backed with a phenomenal performance in the ring from everybody involved. It was just perfection. Kudos to the WWE for hitting an absolute grand slam with this match. Uh, and if it's over, if it's I won and that's cool, that's awesome. Uh, it was such a great moment to do it. Um, that like true family ties. Uh, so good. God, I loved it. So good. Tim, any, any other thoughts on this match in particular? Um, if you didn't watch Chronicle for Jay Uso, go back and watch it because it really does put into perspective um, everything with leading up to the match. Okay. It's a quick 30, 30 minute watch. Um, but it, it, it gives the. family pieces that we're tied into with the promo. So it's, it's really good. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Um, all right. Just, uh, wrapping up the, the show itself, uh, based on, uh, my grading system, uh, this show got a B, um, in terms of match grades. I, I think that's a, I think that's a fair grade just from just thinking over the show, uh, aspect, obviously a, a spectacular opener, a spectacular close, um, to me, if, if 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 you get a great opener and a great close, the the, the rest of the stuff in between um, doesn't have to be perfect, and this this show wasn't. But um, I think I would agree with my 
uh, grading of the matches and and and, and uh, holding it out to a B. How about you, Ryan? Oh, you were you were muted there for a second. There you go. I did. I muted myself. I got so excited. Um, I had a little cough. I wanted to mute myself. So sorry. Oh, no um, you have you have a great car crash of a match in that opening ladder match, um, and a phenomenal ladder or a phenomenal ambulance match, and then an even better main event match, uh, which again pulls some like real family drama. This was an A minus show. I can't believe I outgraded Big Jim on a show. This is an A minus for me. I thought Clash of Champions was one of wow. the best pay per views wow. the WWE wow. has put out in 2020. Wow, I, I, Tim, I'll just give the. I can't even respond to that. <laughs> if this was in Japan, it would have, it'd be seven stars. This this card had absolutely nothing good about like. It shouldn't have been this good. It overperformed. It overdelivered. Um, an actual memorable WWE uh, main pay per view main event. Um, a solid semi main event and a really great open with a solid supporting cast underneath of it. I'm hard pressed to pick a a, a better card for the year pay per view wise. In the COVID era. Yeah, I I, I think mm-hmm. I had, somebody had said that it was the best pay-per-view of 2020, and I reminded them that the Royal Rumble was really, really good. And I know that uh, it was good. And I know that feels like it was about 14 years ago at this point. Um, but yeah, as far as as far as COVID pay-per-views go, um I, I I would I would tend to agree that this is this is the best one. I would tend to agree with that. Um we had uh, one one thought from uh, from social media. Um, Nick said the ladder match was awesome. Reigns Uso match was match of the night, pure perfection. Uh, Drew Orton was good. Like the addition of uh, the, uh, the the callbacks. Um, he said it kind of cheat cheapened Drew a bit. I, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I've seen that argument from some people. I don't think it necessarily cheapened him. Um, I guess, I guess I can see where some people say that. He said the rest of the card is pretty much Monday Night Raw, uh, which was filler and blah, like Mondays. Uh, pretty safe to say SmackDown is the better show uh, in storylines right now. I mean, I'll agree that SmackDown is the is the better of the two programs. Um, For sure. But, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, unless uh, anybody else has anything to add, we'll we'll kind of wrap this thing up and, and uh, meet again on Thursday night. Ryan, how about you? You got anything? I just I don't have anything. I uh, I don't think I'm going to be here Thursday night. So uh, y'all have to keep Matt in control. Uh, we'll we'll get do that, our best. Get, get that apology. Uh, we will. Well, I think we can. I think we can beat it out of him. I think we can beat the apology. He and 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 get him to admit that he was wrong about this match. Um, Tim, any any closing thoughts here? No, sir. Nothing for me. Everything's All great. Right. Perfect. Then we are going to we're going to wrap this thing up, and we will uh, we will talk to everybody on uh, on Thursday night. Of course, we'll be back live on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash three count Thursday uh, at eight eight o'clock Eastern time, as we have been. Uh, we won't see Ryan, so we'll talk to Ryan uh, next week um, when we uh, when we are back live with him. But uh, until that time, uh, stay safe, stay smart. 
and go for the pin. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? 